welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's Friday the 9th of September 2016, and I hope it finds you well. It's a fantastic day here. I am really excited at the moment. I, w- I genuinely, this sounds as though I'm sort of building this up, and uh, it's, it's not that. I'm so excited at the moment. I can't tell you what, what it is that I'm excited about, but uh, I think I, I mentioned earlier, no, I know I mentioned a couple of days ago that I had a meeting that might change things for me, and uh, it looks very much as though it's going that way. So rest assured, listeners to this podcast will be the first to find out, but uh, that's going to have to wait a while because it's going to be some months in development, but, uh, but as soon as that comes about, you'll know. But it's, it's a reminder to me as well all of this, that I wake up every day with the sure knowledge, and this is fantastic, for somebody of my age, less than two years' time, I'm going to be 60 years of age. Now, that's what it says on my birth certificate. I mean, uh, that must be faked, because in in my head, I know I'm 17, 18 at most. Must be. In fact, I'm more enthusiastic now than I was as a teenager. I hope that's not too irritating for you, but I wake up every day knowing that my best and most important work is still in front of me. Now, how cool is that? Most people, when they get to my age, they're thinking about retirement and um, maybe not just the pipe and slippers type retirement, but, you know, they're thinking about winding things down. I'm not. I'm looking to ramp things up. I am looking to have a busier and more fulfilling life than I've ever had before. And the same can be true for you too, because it's all about making that decision. I know, and I've said it many, many times, that since I decided to leave the corporate existence back in 2010, since I sat on that hillside with Carol, the exact date was August the 12th, Thursday, August the 12th, 2010, and I looked at my wife, Carol. We were on a hillside high in the hills of Umbria, If you don't know where that is, that's in central Italy. It's the most beautiful place, or one of the most beautiful places on earth. I can tell you where is the most beautiful place on earth, and that's my home county of Derbyshire. But uh, setting that aside, Umbria runs it a pretty close second. And we were sitting high up on this hillside, and it had been the most perfect time. We'd had uh, some bad news during that year. My mother had died a few weeks earlier and several of her friends had been diagnosed with cancer. Forgive me if, you, if I've already told you this story um, or if you've already heard this story. I've told this story a million times, it seems. But I, I was at the time in a job where my clients were incredibly demanding uh, of my time. And I turned to Carol. We'd had the most perfect time of it out in Italy. We had the most perfect day in amongst the most perfect time, and we were sitting out on the most perfect of evenings. It's a warm summer's evening. We were sitting out on a terrace, and above us we could see the the Milky Way. In fact, it was the time of the um, showers, the Perseid uh, meteor shower. And so we got all these wonderful shooting stars going ahead, which we could see with such clarity because there was no light pollution up there. And in the far distance... About 20 miles away on a distant hillside, we were looking down the valley on a distant hillside, we could see the lights of a CC twinkling. I mean, it just, I hope, my words aren't doing this justice. It was just the most perfect evening. And I turned to Carol and said, next week, when I go back to work, I go to the back of the queue for my own time. 
everybody else has a prior say on what I do with my time. And I'm just not prepared to live like that anymore. I want to know when's my time to do what I want to do. When's my time to live the life I want to live? And when's my time to become the person I'm supposed to be? And it was at that moment, I'm not going to say that when's my time was born, but it was certainly conceived at that moment. I didn't know what we were going to do after that, but Carol agreed with me. We needed to make changes. And I can tell you, within six months, I had quit corporate life forever. And the whole point of this, sorry, I've gone off on one of my tangents. The whole point of this is saying is to say to you that every day, every single day since I left corporate life, even the really bad ones, even the time when I was talking about it, I think yesterday, when I almost lost everything, I was really staring into the abyss. Even that day, every single day since I left the corporate environment has been more fulfilling than any day in the 32 years plus that was within the corporate environment. Now, that might not be true for everybody. That might not be true for you. If you're in a great place and you're enjoying your life in the corporate environment, I am so happy for you. Because it's important that people are happy in their work. It's important that people do feel fulfilled in their work. And if that's you, and if you're in the corporate environment, if you work for a company, you love going to work, and you can't wait to see your boss every day, and everything's great, that's fantastic. Because guess what? I probably want to do business with you because as a customer, if I'm looking at you and you're happy in your work, I know I'm going to get great service from you. On the other hand, if you're going to work and you're hating every minute of it, well maybe your thoughts aren't going to be on me so much. (laughs) But going back to it, I am so excited every day to know that my best and most important work is still in front of me. I've still got to achieve that and I'm working towards that on a daily basis. And that can be true of you. All you have to do is make that decision. Make that decision that when you ask yourself, when's my time to start all this? The answer is now. It's right now. And it doesn't mean go in and quit. It doesn't mean go in and say to the boss, I've had enough, I'm going. It means make the decision to engineer yourself into the position whereby you can one day go into the boss and say, do you know what, boss? I've been giving this some thought and this job, much as I love you, this job is getting in the way of me achieving what I want to do in life. And so I'm going to pursue that now. It's been nice knowing you and uh, maybe I'll send you a postcard sometime and then you can go and it can all be nice and everybody can be happy and no need for anybody to get upset. What a much better way of doing it. But you can do it with the confidence of knowing that you are going to do what you want to do, not what somebody else is telling you to do. Now, I know one of the things that holds people back from making that decision is the fact that where they are in that corporate environment, everything's laid on for them whether that's in the uh, the infrastructure of the company, whether it's in the business systems that they've got, whether it's in the fact that you've got different departments that deal with different things. And when you move out on your own, you're going to have to do all that yourself. And you can think, well, I can never learn all that. I can never do all that. I can never develop all those skills. The answer is you can. As a really good friend of mine, Tony Rush, says quite often, you mastered all the major skills that you're ever going to master by the age of two. I mean, seriously, the most difficult things you're ever going to learn, you had them nailed by two years of age. Just think about it for a moment. Getting a spoon 
and dipping that spoon into a bowl of cereal and moving that spoon towards your mouth without dropping any of that cereal, tipping it so it goes into your mouth and eating it without getting all the stuff all over your clothes. That is a major, major treatment. I know you may be thinking, well, that's crazy. It's simple. It's child's play. Yes, it is child's play. But that actual motion, the amount of data, if you were to have to program a machine to do that, the amount of data to do all that is incredible. The hand-eye coordination, all of it, the timing, you get any bit of that wrong and you end up with a mess. You mastered that. You got that nailed. And as for walking, walking is just in another league. I'm sure you will have seen the robot on TV that walks like a human. I think it was developed by the Honda engineers. Do you know how many years it took them to develop that so that it walked just like a human being? How many people were involved in that? And I'm talking people at the top of their game, engineers, physicists, computer engineers. They were at the top of their game and it took them years and years and years to perfect that robot just so that it could walk in a way that resembles the way that we walk in the way that you mastered before you could even talk. So you've got this. You, you have cracked all of that. So anything else is going to be a breeze for you. You just have to have the confidence that you can do it. You know, a great speaker, Brian Tracy says, all skills are learnable. Now, it sounds like a throwaway phrase, doesn't it? All skills are learnable. But when you really stop and think about that, what that means to you, all skills are learnable. So if you can see that there's a skill there, you know already that it is learnable. And if it's learnable, what does that mean? It means you can learn it too. You can learn how to do that skill. You're not going to pick it up straight away and you're not going to be a master of it straight away. You're not going to pick a pencil up today and draw like Michelangelo. In fact, you may never draw like Michelangelo. Okay, that's a bad example. But you're probably thinking, well, I can't draw. But with practice and with patience, and, and, and practice is more the, more the thing rather than the patience. With practice, regular practice, and listening to the right people and finding the right people to coach you in this, or just, hey, in this instance, finding a YouTube video, before you know it, you're going to be able to draw a passable face. You'll be able to draw a passable cartoon figure. You'll be able to draw animals that are recognisable. You'll be able to draw whatever you want. It's just taking that time out to practice it on a regular basis. And by that, I don't mean do 50 hours straight without any sleep. (laughs) But those 50 hours, if you did it half an hour a day over 100 days, what do you think would be the result at the the end of that 100 days? Do you think you'd be drawing any better at the end of that than you are at the start of it? Of course you would. All skills are learnable. Now, I picked on drawing because one of my businesses is in animation. I'll let you into a secret. When I started animating, I couldn't draw. I still don't think I'm much of a drawer, but I make a reasonable income creating animated videos. So I don't let that hold me back. I don't let the fact that I perceive that I'm not very good at something hold me back. Because other people clearly look at what I do and think, yeah. That's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And they pay me to do it. You've got something that people want. You may not recognise it at the moment. You may not know what it is at the moment. You may not have a clue 
about what it is at the moment. And when it comes, it'll probably be the most surprising thing. You'll think, well, I never knew I could make a living doing that. If I'd have known that, I'd have been doing it years ago. But it's there. And you just have to develop that. You just have to develop those skills. And remember, all skills are learnable. You can learn this. And remember, you've already mastered the most difficult skills that you're ever going to have to learn. How exciting would it be for you to wake up every morning and know that your best and most important work is still in front of you? I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, first thing you need to do is head over to iTunes and click subscribe. That way, you're not going to miss another episode. And if you really enjoyed it, tell your friends about it. Tell them to go and listen to this idiot Aussie. He's always good for a laugh. If not with him, at him. You can also leave me a review. Tell me what you like best about this episode. Look, if you didn't like it, tell me that as well. Leave me a bunch of stars as well. And the reason I'm going to say it again, and any regular listener is going to be heartily sick of hearing this, but the reason I ask for those reviews and those star ratings is to help this podcast rise in the rankings. Because the higher it gets up in the rankings, the easier it is to find and the more people we can help. So it's your way of helping me share the love, yeah? Let's pay it forward. Now, if you wanted to do rather more than just leave a review, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Aussie Air. That's spelt O-Z-Z-Y, or O-Z-Z-Y, if you're from the UK like me. E-Y-R-E. And if you want to talk to me in more than 140 characters, you can email me, Aussie, at whensmytime.com. Aussie at whensmytime.com. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me a bit about your story. Tell me what excites you about the fact that now you realise that your best and most important work is still in front of you. Tell me also what you'd like me to cover in future episodes. I'd love to hear from you. And tell me as much of your story as you'd like. And with your permission, I may even feature that in a future episode. Now, talking of When's My Time and whensmytime.com, if you head over to the When's My Time website, funnily enough, at whensmytime.com, you will find there, waiting for you, a video that I've recorded. It's about 40 minutes long. There's a welcome video, but you can also get access to this extra video, which is about 40 minutes long. And in it, I reveal the top 10 things I've learned since I decided back on the Umbrian hillside, back in 2010, the top 10 things I've learned since I threw off those corporate shackles. It's been great having you with me on this Friday morning. Thank you so much indeed for listening. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you, your time is now.